Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Olivia Hedberg. Today, I am joined by Professor Della Croce to continue this month's theme of sustainability and the environment. Professor Della Croce joined Franklin in August of 2013 and is currently an associate professor of biology and environmental science. He has a master's of science in environmental sciences from the Swiss Institute of Technology in Zurich, as well as a PhD in ecology and environmental sciences from Montana State University. Professor Della Croce has many research interests, including those of ecological studies. Since 2015, he has been involved in environmental consulting and river and lake restoration. Hi, Professor. I'm so glad you're joining me today to continue our April theme. My pleasure. So to get things started, I mentioned how this month's focus is mainly on sustainability. Everyone I've talked to has a different definition of what they consider to be sustainable. I was wondering if I could get your definition of sustainability. To me, sustainability or any activity that is um, that can be considered sustainable is an activity that you do um, in such a way that can be that doesn't preclude um, others from doing it as well. And so, especially in terms of uh, you know, doesn't preclude future generations to do it uh, the same way that you're you know that I'm doing a particular thing or activity. Mm-hmm. What does sustainability personally mean to you? Um, I guess it means, um, in a way, uh, responsibility in a sense that um, it, in order to be sustainable, you need to make certain choices and you need to, uh, to do things in a certain way. And so it is um, a sort of responsibility for you to, you know, to behave in a way that you can then uh, be sustainable. Okay. I'm interested in knowing more about your background and how you came to be a professor, pers- um, mainly like a professor here at Franklin. Um, so I, as you said, my, in the introduction, I have, a, um, I studied environmental science in Zurich and then, uh, I did my PhD in Montana, and I've always been very passionate about um, everything that is associated with rivers and uh, fish in general. And um, when I finished my, I was finishing my doctorate, um, I was writing my thesis, and um, the position at Franklin came up. And so that was more or less by chance. I'm originally from Lugano. And I just came back. I just I've just come back from Lugano, from Montana to Lugano. I was finishing to write my thesis here, and uh, the position here opened. And uh, yeah, I was fortunate enough to get it. So I guess it was a was a fortunate coincidence that I came back at the right time with the right skills, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you are from Lugano, wow. I'm actually born and raised uh, like 300 meters as the crow flies on North Campus. Wow, <laughs> yeah. so you never really escaped for too long. Oh, I, I escaped enough, I escaped enough, mm-hmm. uh, long enough. The time in Zurich, uh, I had uh, about nine years between 
college in the end between high school and the end of uh, and the end of um, university, and then four years in Montana. So I explained I I mm -hmm. um, escaped plenty of time enough wow. enough to, to be happy to 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 be back here. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, it's a beautiful place. I don't think <laughs> it's a bad thing to come back. Yeah, no, 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 no. There are worse places to go. Yeah. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> So um, as a professor of environmental science here, you offer ENB-based academic travels, such yes. as two locations. Could you provide me with what students should expect to gain out of this travel? So the Egypt travel is a new one, and um, the, that basically came out, out of a, a desire for me to offer some sort of counterpart of marine counterpart to one of my other courses and one of my to my other travel uh the freshwater conservation so i have a, a marine system conservation and a freshwater conservation um academic travels now and um uh Specifically, I guess for the for so for the freshwater we go we study we study a river we study rivers lakes uh, groundwater aquifers caves and we look at their ecology their biology how they function and how they the uh, um, the, the threats that they currently face and how we can manage them a little bit um, and uh, so. And the, the Egypt one is similar with respect we, in the sense that we, uh, we do sort of a, a mirrored uh, program, if you want to, um, but just related to, to salt water systems. So we look at oceans and see how they function, what's you know, uh, basic marine biology um, and um, basic uh, marine um, physics in the, in the terms of, and chemistry, in terms of uh, stratification and mixing, currents, tides, all of that. So um, uh, what students should expect from those travels, uh, Egypt, we go to, we went this year to uh, the Red Sea, uh, looking at the coral reefs, and uh, we studied or we experienced the coral reefs and also uh, mangrove forests, um, um, on a you know very very closely actually because uh, we literally if we could emerge ourselves uh, literally quite literally into the into the coral reef um, and the for the freshwater is is kind of similar we go in the rivers literally we go we spend two days on a floodplain uh, we we wade rivers we cross them we study them. Uh, we pick up bugs uh, from the riverbed. Uh, we look at them. Uh, students learn how to do transect, how to collect data, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then we go into caves. Um, and uh, yeah, so what's my biggest goal with academic travel is to make the class content real. And so I, you know, I have the fortune of teaching environmental sciences, which allows me to get out very quickly. It's very easy for me to leave an academic travel or to find location for an academic travel or find stuff to do on academic travel because I simply need to bring the students outside. And uh, I, you know, everywhere there is a river, everywhere there is a, there is a lake, uh, 
Um, not everywhere there is a coral reef, but I can find one. And um, I can find locations with one. And um, um, fortunately, at least in my, in my perspective, those are all gorgeous places. Um, Egypt is, you know, the, the Red Sea, the Red Sea coast of Egypt is just, it's just gorgeous, fantastic. Uh, the coral reef is one of the, one of the best in the world. Uh, and um, the Tagliamento River, we go with the fresh freshwater uh, uh, conservation travel is probably, um, it's one of the most beautiful rivers in Europe, is the last unconstrained major river of Western Europe. So it's just unique, it's fantastic. And the caves, we go in the caves in Slovenia, we go uh, Scotsian and Postonia, and um, they are easily two out of the top four or five caves in the world. They're just, they're mind blowing. They're amazingly beautiful. So yeah, from that perspective, you know, what should they expect? Uh, a lot of stuff to do and but in beautiful places and uh yeah i'm always happy when i go because i see beautiful stuff so. mm -hmm. i bet too it's like kind of different each time you go to just with the, the oh, changing yeah. of the environment yes so especially the floodplain is nice because uh with every flood the floodplain changes and so um there have, there have been years where the river has been relatively the same or hasn't flooded that much so it's so very, very similar. This year, I went there in the fall, actually last fall, and um, it could completely change. It was, it has been three years between COVID and everything that I, that I haven't been able to go there. And um, the, the floodplain just changed so much. It was beautiful to see. It was really, really nice. Um, I guess that's the, the only bad thing about you know, the students going there, they go there, they have that one snapshot. I had the fortune of going uh, six times now. And so I have six different pictures and each one is different. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it was really, for me, it was fascinating to see how, how much the river had changed, how much the dynamic that, that, that you see there, uh, it's something you don't see in 99% uh, of the rivers in Europe. So. Wow. It was really fun. It was really nice from my perspective to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, but I swear the ENV travels are just unbeatable. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so going into the next question, you sort of kind of already answered it, but why should prospective students consider coming to Franklin specifically for the ENV program? Uh, I, I mean, I, you know, I wouldn't be here if I, if I didn't think that the, that, uh, that our program wasn't valid and that, you know, that our program wasn't solid. I think uh, both Professor Hale and I, um, the, the program that we put together is excellent. Um, and um, I have, you know, I have no problem in comparing it with any other environmental science, environmental science and environmental studies program you can get anywhere else. I, I think it's a very, very high quality. Um, um, luckily enough, Professor Hale and I, um, um, we, how do you say, we complement each other mm -hmm. really well. Um, we get along really well as well. So um, 
I think I think it's a very solid program. Um, lots of, uh, especially in travels, lot of lots of hands-on uh, work, um, and um, yeah, I I like it. I think it's a it's a program that gives you enough depth to go to proceed with your studies as a, at the master level or uh, at the graduate level. Um, anywhere, whether it is in the US or in, uh, or in Europe or in Switzerland. We, we in fact have many students that go on on a, on, a, on a program here in Europe or again, or in Switzerland. Um, but it also gives you enough um, breadth that you can, um, that you can sort of connect with other fields and understand also uh, the language of other fields. And I think this is this is the one thing that I really like about studying environmental sciences in general is that um, you have a little bit of uh, of economics, you have a little mm -hmm. bit of policy, um, you have uh, our politics, you have a little bit of um, of communication, you have a little bit of psychology, you have a little bit of every almost every other field, and uh, it is a field that by definition is. Um, forces you to uh, to be you know to have a, 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 a pretty wide spectrum mm -hmm. and this is what I really like about about environmental science studying environmental science in general it's not um, it's not focused that you can do anything you know you can do that one thing really really good but you can't do anything else mm -hmm. uh, and so um, that's you know, to me ma major advantage of studying yeah. environmental sciences. Plus, you you know, given the current situation, we might want to need more people that actually understand a little mm -hmm. bit of environment. <laughs> and there's like such a misconception too with environmental science. Like they people just um assume right off the bat it's just biology or conservation. Like they just it's more than just that as well. It's like the public health side of things. It's oh, yeah. no, the it's very, po very, political yeah. side of things. There's so it's much very, like you're explaining. Yeah, yeah. It's it's versatile. <laughs> it's versatile. It's very broad. Mm -hmm. You can go in every direction. Um you know, being here during during the time here, I discovered you know fields such as you know conservation psychology mm -hmm. or um, you know, or even just even more into the sustainability side of things, or environmental politics, or environmental or environmental economics. All those are you know how, how marketing effects you know mm -hmm. can connect to or can connect to environmental issues and. Um, yeah, those are just you yeah, know, and a lot of students that, double up with it as well yes. here with either yeah. politics or psychology, mm -hmm. um, SGS. Like it's, mm -hmm. it just so goes with everything. It's pretty versatile. It's mm -hmm. pretty broad. It's pretty open. And so yeah, yeah. So with the emergence of the Green Office, you played a contributing role in overseeing this process. As an advisor and mentor, how has the experience been in helping to establish this program at Franklin? So, um, I guess uh, I'm not sure if I if I was the mentor or advisor or. Um, I know you did a lot. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I gave them a tough deal, I guess. I, you know, I gave them a, a tough a tough task, um, and. Uh, um, the whole green office idea was born out of an idea actually that, that Professor Hale had for the capstone. 
and I just happened to lead the capstone that year. And um, then uh, three current seniors, Gabby, Alejandra, and Grace, decided last year to uh, basically um, not let the idea of the green office die uh, at the stage of a final proposal for uh, you know from uh, for, for or from the from the senior capstone project. But they decided to, to move that, you know, to bring that a step further. They actually presented to the president, uh, to the board of trustees, and to the dean, and they then received from they received them from uh, the administration basically the mandate to realize it. So um, it's largely their work. We have you know, myself and Professor Hale have um, have tried to help them where they needed, where they needed help, mm -hmm. when they needed help. Um, we tried to guide them a little bit at the beginning, but largely uh, they have done the work and um, it's been fun. It's been fun. It's been really fun to, to, see, the, to see the green office growing. And um, I'm really looking forward next year when we should actually have mm -hmm. a real green <laughs> office up and running. So yeah, yeah super no, no, no. exciting. I had yeah. them on a few weeks ago to talk about it. Yeah, no, we're. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy. Uh, you know, I don't like to take too much of um, uh, of the merit. Is 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 their baby? It's their work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just I I I took advantage of my position. I could I could give them a task. They could have said no, and <laughs> little did they. Did they have a choice they, though? <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they did they didn't they didn't. Little did they know that they didn't, okay. and. Uh, but I think they they will be proud, you know, mm -hmm. when when uh, when they see that when they see this up and running, uh, they will be proud and uh, uh, they will be happy. It's been a bunch of work and it's been a bunch of stress, I'm sure. And um, but you know, as anything, when you need to, they literally have built it from zero up. So mm -hmm. yeah, wow. head down to them, you know. They, mm -hmm. they've done an excellent job yeah so lastly I, I have a kind of a fun question because a lot of people tell me that you love um, fish yeah. biology <laughs> uh, I know you could probably talk uh, about it for hours but what is your favorite fish yeah, and yeah. explain why just ask my wife how much she's talking about fish um, there is um my favorite fish, I think. Well, it has. It would have to be a salmon. It would have to be probably a trout, and uh, I'd say it's probably a brown trout in Europe, though, um, because once you start studying where the fish are from and so on and so on, I sort of, I, I I like to fish native fish, so I, I have two, I guess. In the, in Switzerland, it would be a brown trout. Um, just because it connects with, you know, with all my memories, rivers related are, uh, that's the major fish we have here in the rivers. There's some, some, uh, some chars, but uh, largely, largely, 90% of the fish I caught were, were trout. So um, that would definitely be uh, the one here. While in the US, it would have to be um a yellowstone cutthroat trout um just because they're 
gorgeous and beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, and yes, so they're 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 yeah, um, they're just beautiful. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. But I can go. I can you go, go on and on. You can make a list of <laughs> yeah. a dozen. We, 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 might, we, we, might, we might want to stop. At okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on to discuss sustainability more and to um, discuss the E&V program at Franklin. I appreciate it a lot. And hopefully um, prospective students could listen to this and decide that this is the place for them. Let's hope so. Let's mm -hmm. hope so. If they're interested and engaged and they want to do something cool, I, you know, honestly, this is I, the place. I do it. This is the place. It's, uh, yeah, it's nice. My pleasure. Okay, thank you.